Welcome back to another episode of GMT Call. I want to have a quick talk about... Um, I want to talk about the 13 principles of faith that we have, the 13 economy that we that the Roman came up with and that we're very attached to. But what's exactly the reason that it's come to be that we have these principles? How did they become so popular? What are they, right? So we know that the Rome lists 13 Ikarim, and there's different songs, Ani Mamin, Yigdal, and these appear in the introduction of the 10th parak of Sanhedrin in the Ramos Perush of the Mishnah. But the Ram doesn't really list them out in the Mishnah Torah. He, he lists their equivalents, and he spells that in a more detailed way. But obviously there's a different audience. The Perush Mishnah is in Arabic. It was for like a Less educated group as opposed to the Mishnah Torah, so it's easy. It makes sense that he the thirteen principles is a very easy list. And the Rambam was drawing on a tradition started by Rav Sadia Gon, who was in the eight hundred nine hundreds, and he wrote the first list. And it's important to understand why there was this kind of list was needed, because it seems very late that we don't have a list in Tanakh or in Gemara on what what should we believe. The Mishnah says, um, list certain things that someone who they don't believe in, they then they go to, they don't have a chilek in Olam Haba in the 10th parak of Sanhedrin. But there's not really a clear list of what does it mean to be a Jew. So why not? The simple answer is ancient, the ancient world, people didn't think in such a way, such an ideological way that this, these are the, you know, 10 principles and that, that makes me a Jew. People simply said, put, people didn't think that way. Religion was all about practice and ritual. In the Greek world, it wasn't, you know, animamin the Jupiter or something like that. It wasn't, it was just, you do the sacrifices, you know, you do the festival days. You don't do these practices. There wasn't such a deep ideological component. And Judaism had that too. But what comes up, we have Christianity. Christianity is based on the, the catechism. It's very simple, easy to catch ideas. You don't need to do anything. You just need to believe in one thing, and boom, Christian. Take a dump, dunk, not a dump, excuse me, in the water, and that you're Christian. And so, how could Judaism stand up against that? And especially, this intensifies with Islam because Islam is very easy. You just convert by saying, "I believe that you know Muhammad such and such," and then you're Muslim. Boom. No circumcision. Nothing. And so Rav Shirgo, Rav Sadiagon is fighting against this, and the easy, what you have to do is you have to, when Islam is projecting this vision of of ideology on, and saying, you know, look at us, we're so simple, what does Judaism stand up for? How can Judaism say that's not part of us and separate Islam without, so it had to double down on what does it mean to be a Jew? So that makes sense that the Ramam and Rav Sadiagon both lived in the Muslim world, right? Interesting thing is a, a lot of it's it's not really a comprehensive list because in other places the Ram list things that don't come up in this list. In the Mission Torah, the Ramam stresses very heavily the importance of believing in free will and human beings. That each human being has the ability to choose which way they go and you know which mitos they follow. And he doesn't. That's not one of the thirteen Ikarim, but he spends two prakim and hilchos chuvalis talking about it. And also in his Shilas and Chuvos, he lists certain things that he doesn't list in the list. So it's it's kind of strange. With regards to the list, though, 
there were were a lot of fights about about you know is the are these things that should be included. Um, Rabbi Yosef if Albo he made a list of three uh, closer things called Sefer Karma, which are more basic in just belief in God, belief in I think belief in punishment. I don't, I don't recall all of them. There's only three to remember, but. So that was one of them. Uh, uh, one of the most specific things is that the, some of the stuff that the Ram lists aren't things that people necessarily believe. The Ram says you have to believe that God's the only one and that there's no one else in Shemaim. Because he, he didn't accept the separate, he didn't believe that Malachim were separate from Hashem, that they were just an aspect of Hashem. And he also believed that, right, God has no image, God is, can't be captured in image. But the thing is, as the and he calls someone who doesn't believe in that a kofar. But the thing is, the rabbit says very bluntly. He says people a lot better people than you have believed it. Um, when he's challenging the Ram, he says, you know, people tell me uh, so much smarter than you, and so you, how who are you to say that we can't believe that? Because right, the Derek, if you're just looking at Tanakh in Pshat, it seems like God does have a face and hands in certain aspects, which the Ram explains why not. But Who's the Ram to list certain things? That was one of the ideological things, is certain things in the list um, people disagreed with, you know, in terms of, a lot of it relates to the Ramam's own Hashkafa in philosophy, Aristotelian philosophy. And then also people just disagreed. So the Rav Sadiagon had 10 things, Rabbi Yosef Albo had three things. And then some people disagreed with the whole concept of a list. Like, um, like Yitzchak Abarbanel and the Radbaz, they said, how can you have a list? Really, every single thing in the Torah is just like a list. There's no list of 13 things and then, oh, I don't believe in anything else. That's not how it works. No, you have to believe in every single thing that is encompassed by Torah, Shilach and Torah Shabal Peh, which is much more inclusive. And that's an opinion that's taken up by some people. And then the, one of the the big so we see there's all these fights, and despite that it becomes accepted because it comes through uh, Kabbalah becomes very big. Because the Talmidei Hari they recited it, uh, Yigdal, and all and especially the creation of all these putim, which was it's to say something it was very controversial because people would recite the putim and they thought that was all you needed to do you know, just say Yigdal and believe in those thirteen things. And the rabbis were very against it. They said, you can't just do that. You have to believe in everything. So it, it, the thing is, it was very easy to remember, right? It, it, the creation of a creed also helps you stand up against what the enemy believes. So you know what you believe. And it picked up through women Hagim is, you know, the popular list. And it, I, I, I believe it was the first time that it's mentioned is a halachic list. Um... I I th- I believe it's the Mishnah Brura much later on. So, which and, and then a really interesting thing is like certain things the Ram picks up and like you have to believe, uh, in Torah Min Hashemayim, and the Ram defines it including some parts of Torah Shabal Pei, and and Halach Sinai, but some of those things are things that other people disagree on, like how stitches are to be constructed. So that's something really interesting that we might explore in later episodes, but thank you very much and have a good day.